3: Welcome to My Third Eye. Prying open your thought, truth, and reality. Questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, to natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome, welcome to My Third Eye. Hopefully
5: that means that you are safe and... Uh it's just confined to here because well I don't like that it's confined here also (laughs) I respect you and like I don't want bad things to happen to you so uh,
3: it's a catch 22 yeah because I don't want I don't want fucking crazy shit to pop off there either like no
5: honestly I'm probably going to call Whitney after this and be like Mm. um I'm calling in a 911 favor (laughs)
3: yeah (laughs) she's the perfect person to call trust me yeah, I just it, got ease you you said I'm gonna call Whitney
5: yeah and it came up with ease interesting
3: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another fun exciting episode of my third eye uh this one kind of fell in my lap uh and by saying that I was a guest on Ellie's podcast called speed bumps and we were all set out to do a normal show and we hit uh, a real life right in our face speed bump okay it got weird it got very paranormal it got very wow just bizarre um it, it I don't even have the words to explain exactly. What happened? I had goosebumps on my arms like I've never experienced. And then I had goosebumps on my head and, and, and face in, in certain areas like it, it was targeting. And when you get into the Patreon portion of this show, she ends up calling Whitney Fox. And Whitney gives a reading. And the, the reading that she gives... Uh, really helps define what I think was going on i I think we came across a trickster spirit demon, whatever you want to call them it was it, it I wasn't scared that was a thing because it all happened when she when Ellie asked me about my attachments or my attachment that I had when I was younger and after that is when things kind of went awry. Well, none of the names that came through on... I started running an, an EVP uh, recorder on, on my phone, and eventually her her husband came home, and he was doing the same thing, and we were comparing notes. I will release the video on YouTube uh, just because it, 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 it was weird because the audio for this episode is good, but it doesn't do justice to what we were actually feeling. Unless, unless, unless it actually is portrayed th- through the inflection in our voices. You know, it's it, it, it's hard to say, you know, because we were going through it in the moment. And I was like, what better episode to lead off Spooktober than this? Pretty much a swap cast at this point. I do hope to go back on speed bumps and and speaking of speed bumps podcast go to Apple iTunes give her a five star rating and review if you don't want to go and give the review just go to Spotify and hit the five star and walk away Uh, Ellie is an amazing human and she never set out to do a podcast and here she is she's amongst friends of the podcast community that are friends with me and she has a lot to offer. And when, when you listen to her shows and listen to her story, her story will be coming out next month. I was going to release it this month, but then I was like, no, it's October. I want to do some spooky themed stuff. And this just happened to be a spooky thing. And I, you'll hear it in the beginning. I asked her and she's like, no, I don't do, do that. Yeah. Spooky things scare me. You know, October, whatever. And like I said, a real life speed bump hit us both in the face. So sit back, enjoy. Um, if you want the full episode, always patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. $5 gets you the talk at the tavern and the full length episode of the weekly episode. Or if you just want the weekly episode, it's $3. Me personally, for an entire month I'll spend an extra two dollars and get both content um can't go wrong this one's this one's long uh unfortunately (laughs) if you're not a patreon subscriber you're only gonna get the first first free hour but I I highly recommend going and you know subscribing like I said follow me on instagram my third eye podcast If, if you have weird encounters or whatever I'm down, I'm always down to talk about whatever email me, get a hold of me through my email at mythirdipod at gmail.com or Instagram at podcast. DM me I'll reply we can throw it down, it doesn't even need to be paranormal, it can be anything so I've been rambling here now for for a little bit and I'm gonna shut my mouth and let you guys enjoy this episode that is a swap cast, um, but I'm releasing it as a full episode just because of what the two of us, well, three, the four of us actually ended up going and experiencing uh, that night when we recorded. And it's a fun one. It's probably the most weirdest recording bizarrest recording just in the moment paranormal activity just popping off and and happening i've ever experienced uh weird shit happens to me a lot uh but i've never really had it to the this extent while recording for a show so sit back relax go to patreon to get the whole episode and enjoy the show
5: Hey everyone! I wanted to welcome you to another episode of Speed Bumps, and today with me I am Ghost from My Third Eye. I recorded with him a couple weeks ago, and I'm super excited to have him on my show. So how are you doing today, Ghost?
3: I'm doing great. How are you?
5: I'm good. Thanks it's, for the invite. Yeah. Yeah, it, I had a great chat talking to you on yours, and I can't wait for that episode to air.
3: Yeah, same here. Um, it's probably going to be delayed a little bit, only because... It's October and I have a few scary, you know, we only have like four weeks, but I want to do like some scary yeah. paranormal type type stuff for the show, which I wasn't thinking of when I when I first recorded, you know, usually I just OK, I'll release them. Then I'm like, oh, shit, no, this, it's October. This is one of my favorite months. I got to do some paranormal stuff. So it'll probably be out next month. But
5: that's all right. That just means that they can go listen to it later because this won't this will probably be out. Beginning in November, I want to say.
3: Oh, okay. So it'll probably drop. some Dro- of
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm nice. not doing anything spooky for October. I'm uh, mm. the biggest scaredy cat in the world, oh. and yeah, I, I don't do scary things.
3: Uh, hey, I I can't I can't laugh at you because I'm scared of ET. So you know that's that's the I running joke. Remember you saying that E.T. Yep. ET and
5: midgets, right?
3: Yep, ET and midgets. Not a fan. See, or basements, but.
5: You know, yeah, I don't like it, basements it, either, though. Yeah. See, kinda, I just... Go
3: ahead. It kind of got over my fear two weekends ago. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before my buddy you know and I to went... to
5: Gettysburg, right?
3: Yeah. And yeah. we were down in the orphanage, which was built in, like, 1876. So, like, I mean, it, it's the original basement. And, I mean, I'm ducking. You know, I'm 6'4", barely moving around. They went lights out. And I thought I was going to have a hard time with it. But, no, I I didn't. I just controlled you know just kept up my i almost let my 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 wall of protection down but i, I was like nope don't do that and had a good time I it, it was fun to the point where i think i kind of want to do it again really yeah yeah i had i had a blast so
5: did you see anything or capture anything
3: i think i captured an orb okay um, and then one that Like, I took two pictures back-to-back, and when we were taking pictures, um, you know, with your newer phones like iPhones and I have a Galaxy, you can set it to night mode where it won't use flash, but it'll enhance everything around so it looks like a good picture. So that's what we were doing. And I took two back-to-back. It was facing out towards the cemetery behind the orphanage, Mm -hmm. and the one on the top right corner of the picture, it looked like there was like a glow of a street light, but there was no streetlights. And then the very next picture was nothing. And it was back to back. So interesting. I, I, I don't know. And then the fact that Instagram won't let me upload any of them from my phone. I have to email them to myself and then maybe upload them through the computer. My buddy doesn't didn't have that problem. He, he uploaded a few. So I don't, I don't know. Interesting stuff, but
5: can you like send them? Do you have like a Google voice number? Mm-mm. Okay. Like you could maybe if you got like a Google voice number, it's super easy. <clears throat> and then you like texted it to yourself basically and then re downloaded it.
3: Mm. I didn't even think of that.
5: And then the other thing is too is because I have a Galaxy too. So they're saved in like the gallery app, but they're then also backed up to my Google Photos. Mm-hmm. And in both locations, you can go like click on the picture and go to upload. So I wonder if like, it's not working in gallery. If you go to another site, if you're it's, if it's saved somewhere else, if you can upload it from there.
3: I'll have to give that a try. I didn't, didn't really put much thought into it to be honest with you. I was just like, okay, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? But and when we were there, we had, uh, we downloaded these, uh, I guess it's a voice recorder, basically.
5: Like EBP type thing.
3: Yeah. So we got, we got some names and some stuff that came through. Uh, one lady that was there, uh, she, her group came out of what they called the dungeon where they tortured the little orphans and what have you. And this lady took a picture of her back and there was an orb attached to her back. And as she was walking out, she's like, oh yeah, you know, talking. And she's like, I got, I got an orb. And they sat down and as she was walking out, the word, the name Anthony came across my, my phone or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Whatever. And she sits down the lady that took the pictures, like I looked at the other lady and she's like, yeah, I got an orb on your back. She goes, oh yeah, that's just probably my uncle Anthony. He's he's been with me since I was probably a little, little girl. He he died. And I said, what did you say his name was? And she said, Anthony, I said, that's exactly what just came up on my phone as you were walking around the corner. I was just like, whoa. And it kind of gave me chills. I was like, that's cool. So maybe it does. Who knows?
5: Yeah, I can, uh, This was probably a couple months ago. Now, Uh, my husband and I and my stepdaughter were driving to go see a drive-in movie, Mm -hmm. and we had taken this route before, and we drove past the cemetery. And typically, I can't see the dead people. Like I could just get a sense, and I looked. And I did a double take and I had this look on my face. My husband looks at me and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'll tell you later because I don't want to freak out my stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. So then I tell him later, he's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I can see why you made that face. I was like, yeah, yeah that doesn't usually happen.
3: Uh-uh. No, usually I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel the energy before I ever really see anything. Now I've, I've seen some shadow figures and and stuff even while doing a podcast uh i don't know if you and i touched on it on our episode when i was talking with uh the abstract dreamer uh abby johnson and we were just having weird connection issues you know on her end just things were just it was just a weird conversation and and silly things were happening and my door was closed like it is now and out of the corner of my eye i thought i saw something run past the hallway and I jumped and I looked. I'm like, okay, my door's closed. That's weird. And she saw me jump. She's like, is everything all right? I'm like, yeah, I just saw like a shadow figure just dart past my door, but the door's closed. And it was just kind of weird. I don't know. Strange things happen to me all the time. So,
5: Yeah, same here. I just, my basic rule for them is I'm like, I don't actually want to see you. Like, I'll see you in my mind's eye and I can get messages. I was like, but I don't actually want to see you with my 3D eyes. Because yeah. that, that that's just a no no.
3: Yep, that yeah, scares it can, me. It does. It it freaks you out when you're not not expecting it for sure. <laughs> like, okay, thanks for showing yourself. Um, you can leave now.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna go hide under a blanket.
3: <laughs> yeah, peek with one eye. You're like exactly. Is it gone?
5: Exactly. So before we get too much farther, mm-hmm. uh, my only scripted question can you tell me two of your favorite things about yourself or two things that you love about yourself?
3: I'm a great father. I raised a great daughter love being a father and a stepfather. And I love now that I know what it is being an empath that I can feel people's energy and help other people either not necessarily control it, but you know, I can tell if, you know, you you feel it. You're just, they don't even have to say anything. And you just kind of go over and you just cheer them up or start telling jokes or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, or guide guide their energy away to where they're, oh, okay, we're cool now. I'm not anxious. I'm not hot, you know, not in a bad mood. So
5: do you tell people when you do this, like mm-hmm. if you're guiding the energy away to make them less anxious, or do you just kind of do it?
3: The only person that can pick up on the fact that I'm doing it is my wife. Because she obviously knows me well enough and yep. she uh she's a she doesn't practice anymore but she's a massage therapist so she went through the the healing arts and, and okay. was very familiar with with a lot of that and you know she she knows when I'm we've been together long enough that she knows when I'm doing it to her. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we'll be in Walmart. People of Walmart piss you off and uh she'll start getting you know edgy and this and that. And I think the last time we were in there, um, cause the last few times she's been okay, but I've also maybe portrayed more positive energy as we were going through. So she maybe could feed off that, but the one, the time, the times before that, um, she was getting edgy and I just reached in my pocket. I had one of my black tourmaline crystals that I carry and I just reached over, act like I was going to hold her hand. And she kind of, you know, goes like I said, just hold on to that, be fine. And next thing you know, her whole demeanor changed, and we were fine, and just going through, you know. And it's just like she's like, "Thanks, I needed that." I said, "Yeah, I can tell." That's awesome. Yeah.
5: The one <clears throat> word of warning, I guess, is when I first met my now husband, I. Knew that, like, I was an empath, but, like, didn't really understood what that meant and definitely didn't know how to control it or anything like that. And I was going through a divorce. And so, obviously, when you go through a divorce, there's a lot of negative emotions. Mm-hmm. And I had picked up on the fact that he was basically trying to – he he felt bad for all the things that I was going through. So he was trying to shield me from it or take it or whatever term you want to use. And I realized it all of a sudden and I yelled at him and I said, I'm supposed to deal with this. You can't do it for me. Stop it. And he kind of got taken aback. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I thought I was helping. You know, he's like, I was just doing it because I love you. Like, I'm sorry. And I was like, I get that. But like, you can't, this is like a lesson I'm supposed to learn. You can't take away my lesson
4: right
3: so yeah i fully agree i i don't because i'm a i'm a very firm believer uh i came across this saying years and years ago my daughter was little maybe two but failure is fertilizer you cannot grow unless you fail so i won't always you know shield my wife from things but like instances like that okay it's like We're just out to get some groceries, a few things, but, you know, the time, you know, now, granted, I haven't really learned what it meant to be an empath and how to control up until, like, the last two years of my life. Before that, I didn't know what the fuck was wrong. I thought I was just this maniac kind of always getting these weird anxiety attacks and just, you know just couldn't figure it out like why am I getting like all excited and I, you know just like <laughs> and, and then I would leave a situation and all of a sudden it was gone it was like okay I just okay I don't like crowds that's what I chopped yep. it up as yeah and now I I can recognize it and I, I can push it away and yeah. and that night I forget the I got a new crystal and I forget what it was called I
5: describe it, it
3: it's it's got it's marbly. It's kind of got black and it's green. And I want to say it's kind of like t- it has tiger's eye or something in it. I want to
5: Tiger iron? Maybe. So tiger iron is tiger's eye and hematite mix, but that's not typically green. Okay. Huh. Green, green and what?
3: Green and black. It's green, it's green and black kind of marbly.
5: It almost sounds like it opens up your third
3: eye and clarity because I I was looking through them and just feeling them when we were down in Gettysburg and I picked it up and I was like, oh, well, I like this one. And I took it up to the counter and it said what it was, but I threw the bag away. I kicked myself in the butt for doing that. But um, she kind of told me, gave me a rundown of what it was. I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense, you know, Mm -hmm. and. I think that kind of helped with the the ghost tour too. Like when we went lights out because it was just like I went to lower my guard and all of a sudden I got this feeling like no, and no don't do that almost like a beacon of of light reflected out of me, but not light, but you know just like good like boom, yeah. And I was like, oh okay, and come Baba. (sighs) I don't think so.
5: I feel like it's probably, honestly, a type of Jasper from what you described, like crocodile Jasper or something like that.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'll have to, uh, I'll take a picture of it and and send it to you. Yeah. Because I don't have it. I don't have it on me. And they're out my work pants because I don't like to leave the house without them. And (laughs) I make sure I come home and put them in tomorrow's pants right away because.
5: Yep. Yeah.
3: Bad things Tend to not bad things, but just you get you get somewhere. And you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? And then you're like, okay, you know, can I make it through? And I I make it make it through, but I I learned real quick. I, I they're my binky.
5: It, it's just easier to deal with life sometimes when you have yes. them.
3: Yes, very much so.
5: I would agree with that. Yeah, right now I think if I pull out of my pocket, I have an Apache tear, Angelite, Golden Healer Quartz. Tourmaline, Onyx, Labradorite, Brutalated Quartz. I think that's it.
3: (laughs) And it was funny because when we were at that shop, the lady was telling me, I said, yeah, you know, I said, I've been learning, you know, on this journey of learning what an empath is. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess the way I worded it, she took it as I was like a super noob. And she's like, well... You have to do this and you know, you have to guard yourself. She's like, Do you do anything to do that? And I reach and I pull out my handful of crystals and I just laid them on the counter. She's like, Oh, so you're not super new to this. I said, No, I just wanted to know what that was. And, you know, I'm I'm figuring things out as I go and learning and talking with people like you and you yeah. know other things. And, you know, I said I have a podcast, so that's that's helped. You know, I get to talk to people that, you know, can share their experiences with being an empath and You know, maybe it helps me figure out something. She's like, oh, okay. I was like, so yeah. I mean, when I say new, it's been like two years since I really figured out. Oh, because I, when someone told me, yeah, what you're displaying, you're an empath. I'm like, I'm the least empathetic empath you're going to ever meet. Because if you are not somebody I consider a friend or family, I don't like the queen diet. I could give two shits. You yeah, I don't mean? care about or, that either. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't care. Does it directly affect my life? Huh? Nope. So I don't care. So but yeah. And so it I don't know. It's fun things like that that you gotta you, you get to play with and, and what have you. Just and my buddy was like, Did you see the look on her face when we did that? I was like, Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. She her eyes got all big and she was just like, Oh, <laughs> you're not what, super new.
5: What crystal were you first drawn to? Do you remember?
3: Uh, Black Tormley. Black Tormley. Yep. Because I, uh, I struggled the most with um, keeping negative energy at bay. Because negative energy is the easiest energy to attach yourself to or allow in. And at the time, we don't have the same branch manager. He's moved on to a different position, thank God. But he caused a lot of the the bad negative energy. mm mm-hmm. um, in uh the building and so i was like well this will help and got it and it did so i that was the first one i was drawn to i was told hey go into a shop that sells crystals use your left hand pick them up you'll come one will just jump out at you so to speak and i was like okay and black tourmaline is what it was and the lady's like oh yeah this keeps you know negative energy you know at bay and this and i was like okay, there is something to this because that's kind of what I was looking for and that's what jumped out at me.
5: Why your left hand? I've never heard that.
3: Closest to your heart. Okay. With uh, connection to your, I guess the way your pulse or whatever. I don't know. That's just what an empath slash white witch kind of told me. Um, So I kind of went with that. That was the information I had at the time and that's what I went with. So I don't know. Listen,
5: everyone has a system and I'm not going to knock anybody for whatever system they had. I just never heard that one before.
3: Yeah, I'd never did either because, you know, I was like, yeah, I want to get some crystals. And she told me, you know, make sure you use your left hand because it's close to your heart, you know, this and that. And I'm like, oh, OK, makes sense. You know, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's kind of why we wear a w- wedding ring on our left hand or whatever. And mm-hmm. Like, OK. And so that's what I did. And, you know, just kind of stuck with it ever since. And I don't know. I guess it hasn't really let me down. Like you said, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to knock it if you don't use your left hand. I was just—that's what I was told, and it worked. So here I am.
5: Yeah. So let's see if I can do this reach over my cap. <clears throat> this is labradorite.
3: Oh, that's neat.
5: So that was the first crystal I was ever drawn to. Okay. So it's funny now when I go into a shop, whether or not I need it or not at that moment, I always find the labradorite first.
3: Really. Now, what's what's that help with?
5: A third eye, psychic okay. intuition. All right. And my first crystal was this, basically palm sized labradorite heart. So, yeah,
3: it's crazy. And then here you are talking with ghosts from my third eye podcast.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh. To your point, it. People are always like, oh. I want to get into crystals, but, like, which one do I get? And the advice I always give them is basically what you were given, minus the left hand, is go in. You will find something that you're really, really drawn to. And then if there's, you know, if there's smaller stones and there's ten of them, you'll find the one that you're really drawn to out of that little cup, bowl, whatever. And... Then read up on what it can do, and you'll find more often than not, it's the exact same thing you're looking for, just like you and the black tourmaline. Yep. But if you go in and you're like, oh, I want a stone to protect against negativity, you're not going to find the right one, in my opinion.
3: Mm. No. No, and when I was down in Gettysburg, I wasn't even actually looking at the stones. Like, I would look over, because they had them in in these little plastic containers on the wall, so I would just kind of like pick some up and you know i wasn't really paying attention to the color or the name or anything and and i was like oh ooh, this one cool. okay and yep. i looked at it and i'm like oh that's kind of cool looking. it's green and black i kind of like that and I, green's one of my favorite colors and i was like, okay, okay. And, and she was like yeah it helps with uh clearing your conscious and opening your third eye and and what have you and i was like oh funny name of my podcast yeah that's <laughs>
5: It's interesting because I know the very basic things lab writes so Then I was like, I feel like there's something else. And so i went to look it up and it also can protect against negative uh, energies and
0: clear anxiety. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify. <laughs>
5: For the longest time that's what I struggled with. And I probably still do, which is why it's always just always around. Yeah. But I was that's talking cr- go ahead. Go
3: ahead. No, go ahead.
5: Oh, see, I, I was talking with Shane last night and he had asked that question about the first crystal. I don't remember if that we'd recorded that part or not, but his was also black tourmaline.
3: Oh nice. Yeah, Shane's my homie. Yeah, you guys yeah, do look-
5: bizarre encounters.
3: Yeah. I he I look at him as like my little brother I never had, Aw. yeah, like we I don't know we teamed up and he he had me on his podcast and there's just some kind of connection there and when we were done we ended up talking even longer and ex- exchanging numbers and you know we talk like almost every day and and the only other person that I kind of connected a bond like that with is is ryan from from dangerous world like him and i have become really close as well but i look at change is like that little brother i never had you know what i mean
5: yeah yeah i Um, would say uh janet kind of became like the mom figure of the podcast for me and then jen from legit bat
3: yeah yeah jen speaks very highly of you i was on their show sunday and she's like i talk to Elle every day and this and that and I was like, she is a sweetheart. And just to let you know, I believe it was on, I can't remember which one it did. It's either the newest talk at the tavern or the newest conspiracy in the news that I just released, but I plugged your show for you because I, oh, thank you. I just felt that you're a good human and, and more people need to listen to your podcast. So
5: thank you. I always get, Um. I've never been good accepting compliments. It's hard. It's oh, it's so hard. It is yes. so hard. I interviewed someone or recorded a couple of days ago, and he was complimenting you know the show and stuff. And I'm like, this is really awkward because I don't know what to say. But thanks, <laughs> and and we're recording, so I'm like, trying not to sound like an idiot, but yeah. like also not have an ego, but be appreciative. And I'm like, this is sucks.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it does because I I struggle with the same thing. You know, somebody be yeah other than you can compliment my food all day long and i love it you know if i cook something but if yeah. you give me a compliment oh your your podcast or or you you do this at at, at your job and da 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 it's like okay it's just kind of that's just what i do you know what i mean
5: yeah so, i
3: don't know but yeah it's hard
5: uh, yeah it's i'm trying to get better at it
3: same same <laughs> especially when you 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 have a a listener reach out and send you like a three or four paragraph DM on Instagram. This just happened this past weekend, you know, love the show. You're doing a great job, you know, this and that. And uh, you just taken it back. And the only thing I could reply with was, you know, and, and I was very humbled at it too, because I was just like, thank you so much for the kind words. Like I really meant that, but at the same time, I was at a loss for words because right. I, like, I don't know what to say that this guy took Uh, the time to, to write all this out. And I'm just replying, thank you for the kind words. It means so much. You know what I mean? Like I I struggle with that. That's where that least empathetic empath comes in. You know, it's like, how do I be, you know, empathetic with this or whatever, or just accepting it's, it's, it's hard.
5: So what I've had to do in those situations, or if I worry that the written word is not going to come across uh, as heartfelt as I hope, I will literally send a voice message in response because I'll start it off and be like, what I'm going to text isn't going to sound right. And I feel like you need to hear the inflection in my voice. Yeah. So here's a voice note. And then I'll send a voice note,
3: nice. even if it's
5: only like 15 seconds long, just so they can yeah. hear what it sounds like.
3: Maybe I'll have to start doing that because you're right. Because you read a text and, and you apply your own inflection on it. And right. sometimes a good, te- good, positive meaning text can come across very negative. And it's right, like, you know, but I don't know. Maybe that's the empath trying to look in and find the energy that was in there and sent with it. Well, Cause, and
5: it all depends on what mood you're in or what space yes. you're in when you read it. So very much so I mean, Heck, I'm guilty of sending that three to four paragraph uh, message. I just listened to Upstate Unconventional and the Mad Hatter do their swap cast. And I know it's an older episode, but I just got mm-hmm. to it. And I ended up sending him like this four paragraph message. And at the end, I'm like, I'm sorry, this is really long. But I just wanted to know that you guys know that I appreciate you. Nice. <laughs> and I probably sounded like an idiot, but that's okay.
3: They're good people. N- Nico's a good, good guy. So... You, I'm sure you made a smile come across Nico's face.
5: Have you ever like, so I'll download like a bunch of podcasts to listen to later Mm -hmm. in case I don't have self-service or whatever. And so I have like this whole backlog of downloaded ones and I don't listen to them in order all the time. And I just, have you ever listened to a podcast where it's like the thing that you needed to hear that day? Mm Mm-hmm but it's like old or whatever. It wasn't something you were typically going to listen to and you listen to it and you're like, Holy shit. The universe is talking to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's happened. I, it, it's weird. Cause you're like, wow. Okay. That was completely random. How I picked that podcast and the message that came across was something that I needed right at that moment. And it might not have been big, but it was, it could have been small, but at the time it was just something I needed my stubborn ass to hear. And exactly. It was like, whoa, oh, okay, huh? I'm listening. I'm awake.
5: <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, it's the way I described him. I was like, thanks for dropping an anvil on my head. I appreciate it. I'm listening.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for not killing me with the anvil, but thank you for dropping it on my head.
5: Yeah, it's. I, I joke with my husband. Uh, anvils will be dropped in his life. And I'll be like, "How are you not seeing this?" He's like, "Oh, I do, but I'm Wiley e. Coyote, and I just miss him. And I'm like, "They're just gonna <laughs> keep dropping anvils until you listen."
3: Yep, one of them's gonna connect one day. Trust me, because the Wiley e. Coyote, he got he got connected with every now and again too.
5: Exactly, it, it, it's it's gonna happen. I don't know when, mm-hmm. but it's gonna happen.
3: It's <sighs> not always a bad thing.
5: No, no.
3: Nine times out of ten, it's a good thing.
5: I think it'd be a good thing for the anvil to get dropped on his head. Uh, But that's a whole different story. Not for on air.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Some things are better left off the air.
5: Yes. Yes. So. What made you want to go to Gettysburg and go to this orphanage?
3: It was actually. Okay. How it started is there's this beer distributor down in Harrisburg that has like beer from all over. And my buddy always ran it and raved about it. And one time we were at lunch at the same time and and he had brought it up. And I, and I think he might've mentioned stone cold Steve Austin's beer or something. I said, Hey, next time you're down there, I said, I'll, I'll give you a couple bucks. Pick me up a can or a six pack, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just want to try it. And a couple days later he goes, well, why don't we make a trip out of it and go down to Gettysburg and do do a haunted tour? Because he's into the paranormal. And I was like, okay. I said that's that's fair. So we did, and it started off going to the the beer distributor. Now that distributor, he wasn't lying. Overwhelming. Like <laughs> we we probably spent two hours in there, and I can't even remember point zero one percent of the beers that I saw. I mean, there was just that many from around the world. I was just like, wow, holy crap. And I and like I had mentioned on the tavern, uh, I think the Friday before I went is when you were on the tavern. And, you know, I was like, this is the first time I'm actively going to seek paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of worried a little bit because I've had attachments in the past um, when I was younger in high school and what have you and got rid of them. And I was like, man, I don't want to invite something back, Mm -hmm. but I kept my guard up and I kept a good vibe about myself or whatever. And I, like I said, I had a blast and it it was basically his idea. And we toured the battle. We did the driving toward the battlefield. Now, out here in Pennsylvania, it just about every kid goes to Gettysburg for a field trip at some point. You know, it's just, it's Gettysburg. You're in Pennsylvania. Yep. And I hadn't been since fifth grade. Uh, so we, so we toured the battlefield. I got some emotions coming through every now and again, as we would dri- drive by, you know, and just feel some energy. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, feeling the energy on this stop, you know, or by this monument as we were driving through. And he's like, oh, okay. You know, and, but yeah, it was completely his idea. And I'm, I'm glad I stepped out of my comfort zone to do it because I, I had a blast. I, I really did. I had blast doing it.
5: That's awesome. I feel like there's a story behind this whole attachments in high school and how you got rid of them.
3: Yeah. Um, so, I th- my buddy had an attachment and he got his attachment, his name. I, I don't want to say the name of the attachment, nope, nope. but it, it attacked, kind of attacked me while okay. climbing up. A window that was the old wooden pan- pane window, or p- the wood yeah, around yeah. them where they they swell and they stick. Yep. And this one, it was summertime. and It was swollen. It was stuck. And I said the guy's name, and I said, "You're an effing, you know, woman yep. body yep. part." And I pulled my fingers out just at the nick of time, and the window slammed. And he's like, "Dude, I told you don't mess with them." And this and that. I'm like, "Okay, you know, whatever." And I don't know if we we were messing around with a Ouija board or whatever it was. I ended up getting one, and mine was a female. And at first, I thought it was kind of cool, like I could drive and I'd be like, you know, turn the red light green if it just turned red, and it would. We go to the skating rink, made people fall. Long story short, I go to the Air Force. It's not with me. I'm like, okay, come back. I'm now working at another job. I just got my last uh my cdo mm-hmm. and I was telling my trainer and friend uh about this attachment he's like really I was like yeah and I told told him I said yeah when we were driving I said she would go and turn the light green if they just turned red and he looked up and he's like the light just turned red and I'm like oh shit I was like we'll turn the light green and that's when I knew she was back because this car was getting ready to pull out my Mylar- Light turned right back to green, and he just looked at me. He's like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yeah, see, I told you." And then I was playing with another. This one was a homemade Ouija board. So wait, why do
5: you think it went away when you went into the Air Force?
3: I I don't have an answer for that. I maybe because I didn't really pay it much mind or didn't think about it. You know what I mean? Because you go to basic training, you're you're. MK altered, you're you're pre programmed, this and that, and I was away from home. So yeah. I'm thinking, okay, you know, it that's the only logical reason I can come up with. Okay. And then when I got back, obviously, I'm back in where I grew up and where maybe she's maybe she's a spirit from around here. I don't know. Yeah. Um and then this friend, <laughs> she was having problems with uh, her boyfriend or uh, they mm-hmm. were on and off again or whatever and we were playing with a Ouija board or whatever and the night before or we played with it and then the couple nights later we played with it again and her boyfriend at the time or whatever very healthy Rottweiler was found dead in the backyard. Aww. Yeah. And I'm a big dog lover. And I asked you know the attachment was this you and it went right to yes before I could even barely get my hands over the little thingy i yeah I, boom and I was like okay and pretty sure I just said a a few prayers after that because I said i'm not I'm done I'm done with this and said a few prayers you know and I was a practicing Christian growing up but I'm not as practicing you know I believe in God um I just the whole Jesus thing I, I don't know I'm kind of There's a lot of holes there, Uh, but that's beside the point. So, but I did pray and and do this and I haven't had that attachment since, but I will say one night I was telling the same exact story on one of the early episodes of talk at the tavern. And Joe said, well, can you at least just type her name in the chat? I was like, well, yeah, I guess that's not saying it. So I did. And everyone's zoom. Froze. Shut up. Kicked me out, and I had to (gasps) come back in. Yeah, and I who was who else was there? I think it was Ron from Imaginarium of Thought, Ron Weed, and he was just like, "Dude, I can't believe that." And he he was kind of laughing, but at the same time, taken aback. And I was like, "This is why I don't speak her name." And Joe was just like, "You really didn't do nothing that you're not fucking." I'm like, Joe, no. I would tell you if I, I was, you know what I mean? i like, I'm not, I just simply typed it. As soon as I hit enter, everything fucking went haywire. And he's like, okay, uh, we're not going to mention that again. So, yep. Yeah, fair enough. We're not. So my
5: know. husband and I just recorded with Shane and Gabby last night. I don't know when the episodes coming out, but my husband and I were telling a story and Y'all have to go listen to that episode to hear the full thing. But basically, a similar thing where we wouldn't say the name, but we were describing a story. And said person decided to try and make themselves known again. So I completely understand the whole not saying the name, trying to be vague and keep it short. Because it's almost as if... They go away, but they mm-hmm. leave like a little tracker behind. That if yeah. you talk about it or say the name or whatever, it like activates this tracker, and they go, "Oh, they're thinking about me again. I can come mm-hmm. back."
3: Yeah. Now imagine hearing what you've heard, and then me having the male parts to have a ex satanic high wizard on my show as to interview him. I. Ooh, uh, nothing super crazy ended up happening, but I saged my room. I had sage candles burning and I had all my crystals laid out. Cause I, you know, I, I, I <laughs> he's now a, a devout Catholic. You can go down the conspiracy theories with that. Um, I'll let your audience do their own research into the Vatican, but, yep. uh, so it was kind of weird, but ended up being a very great interview, um, you if you go back and listen to it it's one of my earlier episodes i probably probably should have waited till i had a little more experience but you can you can tell i was nervous and kind of scared to to talk with him because of knowing seeing ghosts and having an attachment and you know dealing with this kind of stuff pretty much my whole life and not realizing that hey you know you, you like i i'd always listen to like the confessionals and stuff and be like man i these, these people have paranormal activity and, and man, I've only had a couple things, but then I sit down, I think it was with Nico and told my story. I think for the first time with him and realized, wow, my experience is chewed up well over an hour. And, you know, cause I could tell my wife in like 15 minutes, you know, but I wasn't recounting all the detail. Right. Going, you know what I mean? So it was kind of weird. And I was like, huh, looking back on it i've kind of had this shit go on my whole life and come to find out on my dad's side of the family um uh, my aunt uh and my cousin he'll be he'll be one of the newer episodes coming out um have always had paranormal activity because we're impasse and it runs very strong on my, da- my dad's side of the family so okay yeah
5: that's that's super interesting. I don't know of anyone else in my family on either side that can do what I do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, other than my my cousin and my aunt. I used to, like uh, that one summer I went out and I spent summer with my my father and went and hung out with my cousin and my aunt and uncle uh, when they had they were managing a 1,000 a acre ranch out in Wyoming. And I literally watched her play with a Ouija board without even touching it and it would just move around, answer questions, do this and that. And it wasn't until, I don't know, maybe probably seven or eight years ago, I, I asked her, I said, do you still play with that? And she's like, no, I got rid of that a long time ago because it was not good. Then I was like, okay, that makes sense because, uh, and then I brought it up to my cousin. He's like, dude, i forgot about that and then he reminded me that we both saw a hat man <laughs> that summer and i was just like, oh shit so i don't want to give too much away because i think it will be well by the time this comes out it'll be already in release. but but uh, it's going to be the first full up ep- their full first episode to drop in october so
5: okay yeah no don't uh yeah. don't give anything else but yeah what i can say is i've never played with the ouija board never want to play with the ouija board yeah and you never know what you're dealing with when you play with those. Nope. And so if ever, anyone's like, "Oh, this will be a fun sleepover event or whatever or you decide to get high or drunk and think that's a great idea." It's not. It's really really not.
3: No. No. Nope. And looking back on it, you know, I don't want to jump the gun on on a question, but you know, as a dark teenage years, you know, you're like, "Ah, screw it, whatever," you know. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm a boy, you know, you, you give two middle fingers to the, to the world and you're invincible and come yeah. back on. It, it's like, you no, know, I learned something from it, but at the same time, man, they I probably really shouldn't have played with a freaking Ouija board. <laughs> and then, okay. No one had one. So we, we make one ourselves, I took a big piece of cardboard, wrote everything on it, how, you know, all the letters and everything else. And we used the, uh, I think it was a wine glass as the, the doohickey. And I was like, nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Slightly retarded back in That the
5: was day. a poor life decision.
3: Very <laughs> <poor>. Yes. <laughs> but people that listen to my show know that I am half retard, so we're good.
5: So, just out of curiosity, can you see right here how this keeps changing? uh
3: I've been okay. noticing the whole time. Um <gasps> Okay, cool. In fact, a couple times I don't want to alarm you, but I I thought I saw a shape in it. Yeah. I was just like
5: Okay, okay, cool.
3: Just All
5: right. As long as you're saying what I'm saying. Yes. Awesome. Yep.
3: yep. It's right above you would be by right behind your left shoulder.
5: Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Because yep. I'm like, there's no reason that
3: uh-uh.
5: a foggy, basically half my screen is foggy.
3: Uh-huh.
5: Like zero. So, yeah. okay, cool. Uh <laughs> I know the listeners can't see that, but you can. And I just yes. want validation. And and now, I'm not crazy right now. Yep. yep.
3: Now now it darkened and left. So, yeah, I don't know. It's weird.
5: All right. Fun fact. So, anyway, and I've been recording here for, I don't know, basically every episode. So,
3: Yeah. I don't remember seeing that when you were on the tavern and when you were on my my show.
5: Nope. I'm thinking uh, we need to sage the house. That's what I'm thinking.
3: Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad idea. (laughs)
5: Yeah. After the conversation with Shane last night, that's going to be. Um, to-do yeah. list
3: and then you follow it up with me so
5: yeah well <laughs> listen i'm not worried hey, i just want to go
3: three for three reach out to nico and have him on then 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 <sighs> all sorts of weird shit's just going to start happening to you
5: <laughs> listen i have my i have enough weird shit that happens to me by myself yeah. i don't need help from y'all
3: no <laughs> just weird sh- And weird shit happens when I'm on podcasts, usually as a guest, not so much when I'm interviewing other than that time with Abby and I saw something, but yeah, just weird. I don't know. It, I, I can't explain it.
5: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's as a teaser for Shane's episode, uh, we talked about how I had been possessed more than once. And I was fighting a repossession on while we were recording. So that was fun. And they could all see it. But I wouldn't say like I wasn't allowing it to come through. So but they all noticed it because we do video. So that was fun.
3: want to come on for an October. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That might drop before uh, your your first uh, interview. But that's fine. I did not realize that you've been possessed, so
5: Yeah. It yeah, by my husband's ex girlfriend.
3: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
5: yeah, it was it was not a pleasant experience.
3: I don't think any uh possession would be. But let alone an ex yeah.
2: Mm-mm. Nope. Yep, nope.
5: Ugh. But yeah, it uh I love how I'm like, yeah, we don't, I'll do anything for spooky October. And uh, it's October 4th that we're recording and we have this conversation. So Mm -hmm. I just, I love how the universe is like, oh yeah, watch this.
3: Yeah. Watch this. I'm going to make the shadowy mist appear behind you and, and, and (laughs) make ghost think that he saw a shape in the form of something walking by at one point. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. okay. But when I saw it, I had just for, for your listening audience. I vape. You will never hear me vape on air. I always mute myself. So I thought it might have been residual uh, cloud yeah. coming coming from my mouth, hit hitting my camera. And then I kept noticing that it keeps changing and changing. I didn't want to say anything. And you said it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's on your left shoulder mm-hmm. Been watching well, it the whole time
5: because <laughs> I'm like, tr- I'm l- trying to look at the left side of my screen. Cause that's where you are on my screen. Mm-hmm. But I see you know, the left side of my shoulder first. And so I'm like trying to pay attention to you and also like getting distracted. And so I finally just had to ask him be like, am I crazy right now? Cause uh,
3: no, you're not crazy. It's really happening.
5: It's really happening. Awesome. Welcome oh. to October. Welcome to October. Yeah. That, uh, that tells me I need to up my protection game because yeah, I know the ninth is like the hunter's full moon or something. I know it's some type of full okay. moon.
3: Yeah. All right. That's crazy. I had the okay. ninth stuck in my head that that was my stepson's birthday, which isn't. I'm like, and my daughter had to correct me. And she's like, no, it's the sixth. And I was like, uh, she's like, it's the sixth, not the ninth. And I'm like, I don't know why I had the ninth stuck in my head. But hmm, now that you say that it's funny, I had that stuck. And now you're like, oh, yeah, the ninth's a uh, hunter's uh, full moon. Well, Okay.
5: <laughs> the ninth is also my mother-in-law's birthday oh shit. yep
3: that's crazy i'm numbers pop in at my head sometimes uh back when ryan and i first started forming our friendship i found out his, his birthday was in March as well and the number 15 came to my mind and i okay text him, i'm like the 15th and he goes no and then all of a sudden i my mind just went into its own mode and i yep. said no it's the fifth and he goes yeah how did you know that i, said, I don't know just kind of came to it. i don't know and he's like okay all right
5: <laughs> isn't it funny and fun when you get those little like random downloads and people are like wait how'd you know that
3: yeah well uh, usually my if you want to call them download i don't really consider them um if I talk with people, I, I don't do it all the time. I try not to exercise it, but I used to do it a lot. Like if I talk on the phone, I could start picking up on colors that were around people, either on them or around them, close you to them. You see auras. I don't necessarily see their auras, but I could be like, okay, like for, for example, my one buddy, this was back before we did uh, video um, chats on, um, what do you call it?
5: Uh, like Skype, maybe?
3: No, it's that Telegram. Okay, and it would just be voice chats. And mm-hmm. I said, "Alan, is there something? There's something green around you?" And he's like, uh, "I don't think so." Now, mind my, you, my English accent. Uh, I said, "No, there's something green, like almost emerald green, like green." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh my cons, my computer screen's green." Like the background, I said, "No, it's 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 overwhelming." Something else, yeah. All of a sudden, you hear him go, "Oh, bloody!" The wall behind me and and the other wall are great painted green. He goes, "I didn't even pick up on it." I, so I was picking up on on the, the green color of his his walls that were around him. Oh wow! And, yeah, and I've done it with articles of clothing with with people. I, but, it, but everybody's like oh you see and i'm like no it's it's just i pick up on a color that's around them i don't know i've yet to figure it out i even asked the the lady that gave me the advice with the uh the left hand thing and she's mm-hmm. like just pay attention to it and maybe when you get that maybe see what try to remember what kind of um uh, mood you might have been in or they might have been in so i don't know
5: yeah it's it's almost like you can see through (sighs) if that makes sense
4: well where do i start (sighs) i'm bad shit what you read in the covenant is cap i was bred by the government fact check every head when it come to this upside down system had enough of it Another sapien that's on the globe, lost code looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out doesn't really hold. Every half a and piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals, cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to Lipo, light, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope walking the edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me. Shit. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me. Yeah. Fuck. And I've been wondering if.